Hi everyone, welcome to the Phoenix Rise podcast. Welcome back if you're a regular and welcome to the tribe if you're new. I'm so happy to have you with us. So if you're a newbie and you're like, where have I fallen down this rabbit hole? This is the place where we talk about all things mindset, spirituality and business. You don't have to choose one world or the other over here. You get to have it all. It's the 3D and the 5D. It's the ambition and the awakening. You get to have the best of both worlds because you are worthy of it. And I'm really excited tonight. It is nighttime at the moment while we're recording this for me anyway. But we have a really special guest today and I am going to introduce her. She can introduce herself to you. But but we met on the Women Thrive Summit. So we're both speakers for the Women Thrive Summit in 2024. And we just really connected on socials and in the group. And we were like, let's do this podcast. So we've nothing really planned. Um, we're going to go really intuitively. We mm-hmm. are going to try and have the angle of taking the leap. Okay, so if you're not yet an entrepreneur, or if you are teetering on the edge you've maybe got one toe in starting your own business but you're still employed on the other side this episode is going to be juicy as fuck for you so stay along and listen and let me um pass over to Kylie Kylie please do introduce yourself hi thank you so much for having me Claire um I'm jumping out of my skin excited I've seen all of your your socials and I love your energy so I'm excited to be here um so my name is Kylie Van Leeuwen and I am the founder of Elevated Coaching and Consulting Global um as you can tell from the accent that's not quite yet Americanized I'm an Aussie um, but living in the US so I started my company uh, two and a half years ago in Australia and then expanded a year ago into the US market and now relocated over here with my family. Um, I'm an NLP master practitioner, an emotional intelligence coach and a psychotherapist. And we do a whole bunch of different things at Elevated, um, but we work particularly with women, uh, focusing on how we uh, can shift their mindset, empower them in their career and on their their career journey, um, but also help them realize what those limiting beliefs might be and how to address them so that they can experience fulfillment and success in all aspects of their life. I love it. So we're we're basically well, you and people like me, you know, coaches in general, we're helping you not have to learn the hard way, like we all did. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So we did all this stuff without the help, but now you get to learn from our lessons, so you don't have to go through all that pain. <laughs> yeah, so, Kylie, I would love. Let, why don't we start at how you became an entrepreneur yourself? So, what's a bit of your story? Oh, wow. You know what? It's really funny that that self-reflection you do when you've, you you know, you're you're a couple of years into your business. I look back and think it was such a random decision um, to launch my company back in 2021 and leave, you know, a really successful career as as an executive. But when I look back, I was actually teetering with the idea, looking through entrepreneurial magazines and all different things, reading different books back in 2016. So something subconsciously was in me like yearning for for what I've created now, which sounds a bit woo-woo, I know, but it is. It, it's, you love a bit of woo-woo. You're in the right place. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> so, I so I think that I, I've absolutely ended up where I was supposed to be. Um, it was just that I needed to probably learn some of the lessons that I did because my lived experience and lessons have now contributed to Um, you know, the purpose that drives and the mission that drives our company, my company, ours, um, the team and I, but it's, yeah, it was 
a really interesting time in my life career-wise. I was very burnt out. I'd lost connection to my purpose, mm. uh, which is, you know, supporting every individual I come into contact with to um, to feel empowered and to thrive, whatever that looks like, and reach their own full potential. But I, I had really burnt out and, and lost that that drive for, for what my purpose was and, and my own mission. So just randomly, um, I just thought up the, the name and talked to my husband and he's like, you're taking all the best bits of your career and all your skills and knowledge and experience and you're creating something that is aligned to your genuine, authentic purpose mm-hmm. and you're going to be doing work that's meaningful for you every day. And so that's yeah. what I that's what I, I love that. And that's really amazing, actually, that as a kind of first-time entrepreneur, you've, you've managed to go into your purpose straight away because I think for so many people – especially kind of the younger you start, I think, because obviously your life experience is less, right? And you just, you kind of start doing something that you just fall into or that you just kind of think, okay, this will make me money, I can do this. And then you end up like bored, unfulfilled, wondering how you're ever going to achieve a success that you desire when you don't even enjoy what you're doing. But this is really a beautiful kind of story that you've actually you know, you were more strategic with it. So you were thinking about doing it for what, four, five, five years, if 2016 to 21, before you actually made the kind of final decision. And then you knew it was right. Like you really felt that it was Mm. right in your heart. Mm. It's so weird, you know, Claire, I look back and think there's this amazing Australian entrepreneur. Um, She had a magazine and she's got, I think, over 10 books now. Um, Her name's Lisa Messenger. And in 2016, I was reading and rereading two Mm. of her books about being an entrepreneur, one called Daring and Disruptive and the other called Purpose. Now, if that's not a sign that, you know, five, six years forward, uh, you are actually going to not just fall into your purpose, but for me to just one day think this is all right. Like for me, it felt right. That's, I mean, probably not the best choice of words, but it just alignment is probably the best word. Yeah, I love that. So why don't we talk a little bit about for, for the audience? So if they're if you're listening to this and you're thinking, yeah, I'm I'm I know that I want to be an entrepreneur. I know that it's in me, but I'm scared to leave for safety in air quotes, because you know, we know that word doesn't really exist, but it feels very real, right? I'm scared to leave this safe job, career. Mm. You know, especially, I think it's even harder when you are, again, air quotes, successful in your career. So if you're earning maybe six figures as an employee or, you know, whatever the the title that you have is, Mm. that can be scary to leave that and to take a leap of faith in yourself Mm. without having ever done it before. And going into the unknown, right? What I would love for us to talk a little bit about this and maybe what you find with your clients, what you experienced yourself. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was an executive. I was earning a really nice six-figure salary. I had built a really nice prof- professional brand and profile for myself in Australia, in my sector and in what the work that I did. And until there was a real catalyst for change in in my last job and just the circumstances surrounding that, I had never, ever thought that I was a business person or an entrepreneur. I would have laughed and gone, no, it's not for me. It's too scary. Mm -hmm. Um, My, until, until 
I think even the beginning of 2021, the year I launched the company, my goal in all of my little journals and books was to be a CEO of an, a nonprofit. And I went on and I did that. And then it was it's disappointing because it was such an empty feeling going, I've reached that pinnacle and it's it's not it. Yeah. It wasn't a great experience. Uh, it was, yeah, it was disappointing. And so it's really, I think it really comes down to a couple of things, confidence and knowing, and I say this to my coaching clients all the time, knowing your worth because mm-hmm. for, for women, right, we find it, even pricing when we start a business, yes. it's yeah. so hard for us to ask and ask for what we know in our hearts we're worth, yeah. but hoping, hoping um, that our clients or potential clients see that we're worth that amount of money. So for me, for me, it was a couple of things. It was really digging deep and finding my self-worth, massive amounts of self-belief to take the jump without that safety net of a job mm. and not wanting to go back. Um, but also it was really knowing, knowing because of my training that I have to get out of my comfort zone. And so I think that comes down to it for so many women, but for so many entrepreneurs in general, is that you need to realize that your comfort zone is actually your own creation. Yeah. Right. It's like limiting beliefs. They're just, they're not real. It's just out of our own creation. It always changes, right? Every time you expand, you get a new comfort zone. So it's, it's kind of like your comfort zone is actually what you want to constantly break because when you're comfortable, you're not growing. And you might want to sit there maybe just like a month or, you know, a little time just to kind of chill and take it in. But if you stay there too long, you stagnate, you know, you stop growing. And if you stop growing, you stop experiencing and you may as well, you know, you may as well stop living because that's what we're here to do. We're here to grow. We're here to stretch and we're here to achieve things that we haven't experienced before. So I love that. And I think courage is is a massive thing that I talk about as well. And I think especially for entrepreneurs, it's if you can't trust yourself, you're never going to get clients to trust you, you know? Mm -hmm. So you have to be your own cheerleader because what you believe in yourself is what your clients, your audience, whoever you're serving will see in you. And if they see someone who is too scared to show up authentically on socials or is not speaking their truth, maybe they're sugarcoating the way that they talk, they're not being genuine to themselves, right? Maybe they're trying to act like someone that they're not to fit into a certain a certain societal perception of what they feel they should be. You know, we, we've all done this. I've done this in my corporate business. You kind of go there with the, the suit on, you put your heels on, you've got your handbag, your lipstick, and, and you, you know, you watch your words, you watch how you talk, you don't want to sound too common, you don't want to swear. And you're not being you. And I'm not saying everyone is that, but if there's any part of you that you're hiding then that will energetically Mm -hmm. the client or the customer or your audience will feel that they will sense that even if they don't consciously have awareness of it their subconscious will read it and that will translate in lack of confidence in your services in your offerings in what you do so courage to be who you are courage to be authentic to yourself and this is this is so hard isn't it and you know it it took me what I'm I've been an entrepreneur for 10 years now and I would say maybe eight years 
I wasn't myself. <laughs> you know, I was trying to fit into these boxes, trying to be what I thought I had to be in order to get the clients. And I did get the clients. But when, when I broke down those walls, when I broke down those barriers, when I rewrote my limiting beliefs and I stepped into who I really was, that's when shit changed, right? That's yeah. when things really took off. So uh, talk to us about how you see this with your clients or how you maybe fell into this trap before as well. Oh, I think until <laughs> I launched my company, I was trying to be who people expected me to be. And as women and even little girls, we're often raised that way. And, you know, whether it's uh, knowingly our parents do it or whether it's societal beliefs or norms or whatever. And I work with a lot of women from culturally and linguistically diverse backgrounds and their limiting beliefs, the things that I see when I'm working with them as coaching clients uh, is really eye-opening because they genuinely believe this is who they need to be and who they should be. Yeah. And then when we spend some time together, they're like, they they understand that they, they feel trapped because they're not being their authentic, true selves. But I experienced that. And it's really funny because in my very first leadership role, um, I showed up as someone completely different. In the workplace, in the world, how I showed up was not me. And it was very uncomfortable. And it's funny because the team that I was, I was leading a really large team in Australia at the time. And when I moved from being their leader to their friend, after we stopped working together, um, the women said to me, we wish we'd seen this side of you. Yeah. Because you weren't, we, this is like a softer, oh I was more God. in my feminine because I was showing up in my masculine at yeah. work thinking I need to be a hard ass and I need to be this and because I'd, I'd, I'd replaced or taken over the role from a, a guy who was actually a really lovely, warm, gentle soul. And I don't know why I, I stepped into that first leadership role thinking I have to be this and I have to be that and kind of that bravado too. And the women uh, said, oh, we love this, Kylie, yeah. much more. You know, and so I mean, then it's, it's I just been a long stopped. time since I've been employed, but you you just like <laughs> triggered a memory there. And I remember, um, oh god, I'm gonna lose my track of thought now. What was it? It was um oh man, it was about the leadership and stepping into yeah. So I remember in my first managerial role, um, and I was 21, my first managerial role, so I was really young, and again, we you know, we look up to the people above us and especially when we're young, you know, we're like sponges and we want to just absorb all of this goodness, but we don't necessarily know that what we're learning isn't the only way. It isn't the right way in abbreviations. It's one way. And for me, it was very much, you're young, you're blonde, you're skinny. So you're going to have to put on oh, yeah. front because otherwise people aren't going to take you seriously. Yeah. And so I had, I had to, again, air quotes, like where there's a lot of, you know, these terms that we kind of use, but it's, you know, it's all kind of what, what you perceive the word to be. But I felt like I had to be this, again, like you said, this very masculine energy, like you can't be their friend, you know, you have to have that clear line, those clear boundaries, otherwise no one's going to take you seriously, no one's going to respect you, no one's going to do what you're asking. And oh my God, just looking back now, it's like, what the fuck, you know? It's, <laughs> you cringe, don't you? <laughs> but I know, I know multiple seven-figure business owners who run teams 
like they are their best mates. Their oh, teams yeah. are like their families. There's not hierarchy. There's not competition. It's mm-hmm. it's working together as a, as a family. You know, like that's how these people build their teams. That's how millionaires, if you're listening, literally work. Like mm-hmm. they build families. They build. Yeah communities that all want to support each other that all look out for each other and help each other and guide each other and mentor each other it's not about you know having to put on this front and but yeah you just you just triggered that memory that was like deeply tucked away then but it was (laughs) it's just so interesting going from going from the workplace to being an entrepreneur, especially if you're a visionary. So obviously I work with a lot of visionary entrepreneurs. So people who want to create massive impact in the world. And part of that generally is going to be running a team at some point, no matter where you are right now. But what I want you guys to remember if you're listening to this is how you've seen that happen before in your workplaces that you've been in unless it was one of these amazing workplaces, is not how it has to be for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you get to decide what kind of community you want to build in your empire, in your legacy that you're going to live. You get to make the rules. You don't have to follow any kind of, you know, path that has been walked before. As a visionary, you get to create your own path. Do it your way there's not one right way and just don't fall into that trap of thinking you know yeah no one's gonna take me seriously because I'm a little blonde petite woman (laughs) or whatever you are you know again it's that stereotype that we get put on us yeah I actually had a male manager when you said that my oh I I kind (laughs) of clenched up then years ago um I had a male manager I, I was interested in a promotion that I was well and truly qualified and experienced to do and I mentioned to him I'm really interested in in this other role this promotion and he said to me we well, might want to change your hair color and the lipstick oh my God, yes. to be taken seriously and then I had another male manager sorry guys it's not a we're not male bashing yeah, here, yeah, yeah. this is the true <laughs> genuine authentic experience of a lot of women in, yeah. in the workplace and he said, if you want to be taken seriously, Kylie, you need to change your hair color. And you know the saddest part? I did yeah. for a very short amount of time. And I felt so uncomfortable because I'm my I'm blonde. Blonde is yeah. me. I mean, I'm not blonde anymore, but I used I used to dye my hair blonde, but that's a whole nother story. I, I was you know what I mean? someone that I wasn't. But yeah, I think the point that we're getting across here is society can make you feel like you have to be a certain way in order to achieve success. And again, success, air quotes, whatever that means to you, you know, everyone has their own um, perspective of what success is. And that is fine. You don't need to justify that to anyone. But society will make you feel like, okay, I have to do X, Y, Z, if I'm ever gonna make it, if I'm ever gonna be the kind of person that I want to be, if I'm ever going to achieve the goals, the dreams, the desires, the aspirations that I have, I have to fit into this box. And what I love to preach about, and obviously my my guys know this, is there is no box. As a visionary, we throw that box out, we smash it to smithereens, and you just get to be you. Because that is what life is about. It's about finding who you were always meant to be. Mm -hmm. Removing all of the extra layers of crap 
that you've added on over the years. And the great thing about stepping into being an entrepreneur is you get to do it your way. There's no one telling you, well, there might be, but you can just tell them fuck off. <laughs> There's no one telling you. <laughs> I swear a lot now. This is one of my recent. Love it. This is one of my recent, I'm going to go on the sideline here, but once, see, this is quite recent for me because we're always removing layers, right? This is not a one-time job, guys. Like this is a lifetime process oh. of layers and layers and layers. And one of the deep-seated beliefs that I had is if I swore, people wouldn't take me seriously. If I swore, people would think I was common and had nothing better to say. And what it actually did for me is it, it blocked my throat chakra for a start. So I couldn't speak my truth, whether I wanted to swear or not. I couldn't say what I wanted to say because I felt oppression in my own voice. It was like I I always had to think. I always had to second guess. I always had to think, are they going to take me seriously? Are they going to respect me? Are they going to listen to what I have to say if I say it this way or if I don't pronounce my word right or if I stumble or if I let out a swear word? And it was a big, big thing for me. And this this has come particularly from my family and the upbringing. And it took me a long time. This is probably only the last few months that mm-hmm. I released this layer. And now I'm just like effing and jeffing everywhere because I finally found my voice. I finally found my freedom in my voice. And this is what I'm saying. It this stuff doesn't happen overnight and you can still grow. You can still expand. You know, like I said, I've been an entrepreneur for 10 years and this has only just happened now. So it's not going to stop you from growing, but it just means that you never stop. You always have layers to remove. And again, I just want to come back to what we were saying as to it doesn't matter who you are, essentially. It doesn't matter who you are because you are perfect just as you are. Everything that you have that you need is already inside of you. You just need to tap into it. You need to refine it. You need to let go of all the crap that you've taken on that isn't yours and isn't really part of your identity. And you need to trust that when you show that authentically to the world, you will magnetize the people that you are here to help. And I'm sorry, Kylie, I've got a real tangent there. So please do rein me in. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. I'm sitting here going, amen, sister. <laughs> oh. Do you have anything, anything you want to add on to that? <laughs> one, just one thing, and I know that this could be a whole other podcast, right? And I'm sure <laughs> you've experienced this, but when you step into realize firstly and then step into your true authentic self and you operate from that place and that's how you then show up in the world the opportunities and abundance that you attract that is so aligned to what you've always wanted or what you've always pictured or what you've been planning for yourself is phenomenal because when you're showing up in the world like you and I've been talking about as someone who you think you should be or who you think you know who you're expected to be there's the, the the things that come into your life, whether it's relationships, whether it's jobs, other opportunities, there's always that friction. Yeah. Um, there's a lack of alignment. And for so many years, personally and professionally, I was like, why, why does I'm on this loop? 
Yeah. Why is this happening? Why am I attracting the same uh, sort of job situations or I'm I'm not quite getting what I need professionally? And certainly let's not even talk about the professional, the personal relationships. <laughs> Why am I meeting all these dickheads? Um, but when you show up and you're yourself authentically, both professionally and personally and just you as a human being, yeah. wow, it's A, it's not as exhausting. Oh, my and, God, yes. And B, you're just like, this is me, take it or leave it. I think it comes with age too, right? I'm 43, I'm like, screw it, this is who I am. But all the things that are really aligned, you get that balance and alignment. It's almost like an overnight thing. So please, people listening, be yourselves. Yeah, and what I would (laughs) add to that is if you feel like you have to force, if you feel like you have to push, if you feel like you have to hustle, grind, burn out, and you're in that hamster wheel, It's not in alignment. Speaking from experience here, okay, I spent eight years doing this. It's like that is not in alignment. As soon as you step out of the the rat race, you know, and you lift your head from the sand for two minutes to wonder what actually is going on so you can see outside of the little hole that you've dug yourself into, that's when you can start to reassess, to touch, to to retouch, to, to... What's the word? To re-communicate, I can't think of the right word, re-communicate with your true self, right? With your inner self, with your intuition, with your higher self. Find your purpose, find your path. And when you do that, I swear to God, the synchronicities that the universe will send you, the opportunities that the universe will send you, like for you guys listening now, most of you know I'm on my speaker path at the moment. So I am stepping into being a motivational speaker. That's how me and Kylie have connected. And this last week, the amount of synchronicities that have happened, because I know that I am in pure alignment, like my energy at the moment is radiating at my highest frequency because I am just in alignment with what I am here to do. It feels so natural. It Mm. feels so easy. Like we're having a podcast now. Technically, you could class it as work, but it's just fun. It's just having a chat. And this is all part of being an entrepreneur, right? What what we're going to say to kind of wrap this up is when you get to be an entrepreneur, you get to be an entrepreneur, right? That's a choice you get to make. Don't fall into the trap of working more than you worked in a job, of getting burnt out, of hustling, of grinding, of only focusing on your strategy. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast. You know, you need to focus on your mindset, but of falling into the trap, falling into the trap of working yourself into the ground, not doing what you actually want to do in the first place, because whatever limiting beliefs you have around that, around you can't make money from doing that, or, you know, I have a deep-seated belief that I have to work my ass off if I want to be successful, or, you know, all of these things that you can explore with coaches like myself and Kylie. But don't feel that it has to be hard, because it doesn't. When you're in alignment, it is the easiest, most natural, most flowing is like the word that's coming to me, just like the most flowing thing Mm -hmm. in the world. You just get to be like there's a saying that I use a lot and it's don't strive for work-life balance, because if you want balance, that implies sacrifice. It implies that one thing is more important than the other. You want harmony. Mm -hmm. 
because when you have harmony, it just means that everything is as one because you're just living. You're just living your best life. And as an entrepreneur, as a visionary, that is what you get to do. But you have to choose the right path. You have to follow your purpose. You have to be true to yourself. And I've gone on a real, a real one there, Kylie. So please do finish this off for me. <laughs> it's so fun. It's like this beautiful relay race between you and I this afternoon. Because when you were speaking, I was thinking, about there's this one thing that I and it's mainly women um, coaching clients and and business coaching clients that I tell this to is when they're saying I've got this on and I've got that on and I can't find time in my day and I've got completing com, conflicting priorities and family and how do I get balance and it's exactly what you said it's it really need you need to look at work life integration it can't yeah. be that balance because it's like a seesaw right and I always say to them magic mm. happens in calm not chaos. Yes. Think about your most magical creative moments and they don't happen when you're running around like a headless chook yeah. or you're you rigid when yeah, you're- and anxious. It doesn't happen then. It happens when you're in flow, right? When you're, when you've, you've, you've allocated that time um, to doing whatever it is that you need to do um, and not, and, and saying no to things. We, we need to give ourselves as women, particularly permission to say no and believe no that is no a full is. sentence, right? Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> no is a complete sentence, ladies. But that's that's probably the the number one thing I would say is that um, magic happens in calm, not chaos. Don't don't get into that that spiral of yeah. of the hamster wheel of doing. Remember, as an entrepreneur, you have to work on your business more than you work oh, in your yeah. business. Yeah. A hundred percent. And the art of delegation, it is never too early to delegate. Okay. Again, a whole nother podcast, but (laughs) if you are working in your business 24 seven, you need to start outsourcing. If you say you can't afford it, then you've waited too long. Like you need to start outsourcing. That's a whole other podcast. You can reach out to myself or Kylie to talk about that kind of stuff. But um, (laughs) Oh, this has been so much fun. Right. One thing I want to end on is I think what we were just talking about there is when you get your most magic, right? When you get your creative downloads, which as an entrepreneur, that's your area of genius, right? The the intuition, the downloads that you get, the the creativity. This mm. is what you're here to do. This is, you are here to create. That is what being an entrepreneur is about. You're here to be of service and to create something that is going to help other people in whatever kind of way that is. It's to help others. And if it's not, then you're not my people, go away. So, (laughs) (laughs) But for me, so every morning, nine times out of 10, I will go on a walk by the river. I live in London, so I'll walk by the Thames, beautiful river walk, surrounded by nature. I connect with my spirit guides and I receive messages. I, I completely disconnect from my phone, which is hard for me. It's something that I've worked on a lot, but I would disconnect from my phone for the whole walk, which is like a big triumph. And... I will get my messages. I will receive my downloads. I will listen to my intuition and the juiciest content, the juiciest messages, the juiciest ideas come in that time. Not because I'm rushing home to do emails. I'm rushing to get to a client meeting. I'm rushing, rushing, rushing to do X, Y, Z because I'm taking time to just be at one. Because I get to do that 
I get to choose to do that. Where would, Kali, to finish off, where would you say, like, when do you receive your most creativity, like your your downloads, your, when do you hear the, mess, the best magic? Oh, I'm most magical in the morning. I am not a night person yeah, at all. <laughs> uh, I'm in bed 8.30, see you later, that's me done. But we, I get up at 5 o'clock, go on a long walk, um, get it's a real mindset thing. It's also getting your cardiac rhythm going for the day, your cortisol levels are sorted. Um, but it's getting in Australia when we lived in Sydney, it was we lived right on the beach. We were very lucky. So we'd be by the ocean. And I'm a Pisces, so I'm a real ocean girl. And uh, I don't have ocean here. Yeah, see, I'm a Virgo. I like all the nature. <laughs> yeah. So I've had to go, okay, well, we don't have ocean here, but we've got beautiful greenery and these beautiful walks and parks. And we've got a, a beautiful Labrador that needs to be out for an hour. So it's for me going out, and that's my routine is is I create more hours in my day with the hours I've got. Um, so it's get up at five, enter my day doing something really positive and active, come home, I do my journaling and my mindset stuff um, and all my affirmations and just thinking about what is it that I'm looking for today? How is that leading me to, um, you know, serving my you know, future self and, and what we're working towards in the company for yeah. this month and, and this year and next year. And it's really, I might listen to a, I'm a big, you know, podcast listener as well. So I'll add yours to my list. <laughs> um, but it's, it's those things. It's, it's nurturing your inner self, right? We give so much of ourselves as entrepreneurs to everything after 9am really, or 8.30. Um, and so that, and I used to feel selfish doing that. And now I don't, because if I'm, if I'm not, good in my own mindset in my own self I can't operate at the level that I need my family needs and my team needs until you know five six seven eight o'clock at night because we've got an Australian team so yeah for me it's mornings and I, I really believe in that having a very strong morning routine yeah um, before the got craziness on that, guys. so if you want the morning routine I have got a podcast on that I will just say I do not get up at 5am I don't subscribe to that <laughs> no 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 but I'm like I do have a seven-year-old so I am up by six but I do want to just to just caveat that that if you don't have kids you do not have to get up like at five six in the morning to be successful again it's about choosing how you work best like I know some entrepreneurs who work best in the evening so they will have a lazy morning and they'll just work when they flow I personally work sporadically I'm a generator so I can have lots of energy and then I need to retreat and then I'm going again and then I need to retreat so it's just about finding what works for you. There is no right or wrong, but I just want to re-emphasize you don't need to subscribe to anything, okay? You get to choose. You yep. get to choose. And I want everyone listening to remember that. You get to choose. You don't need to justify it to anyone. You don't need to explain it to anyone. It's your choice you're the boss, you're the CEO, baby, you're the visionary. So do it your way. Because when you lead, others will follow. That's what you're here to create. Oh, I love this. This is such a great episode. Do you know, every time I have a guest on, I like go for, feels like hours, but it's it's not hours this time. But um, yeah, I just could talk to you forever. It's such an amazing, amazing conversation. That's Thank you so, so much, fun. Kylie. Um, is there any last messages you want to give before we share where people can find you? I would say for anyone on that sort of edge, looking over the cliff, wondering if they should jump or not, 
uh, feel the feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah, because on yeah. the other side of fear is everything you've always wanted and dreamed of. So do it. The the more scary it is, the better to to just go ahead and do it. That would be my Love parting that. advice. Fuck fear, as I say. Yeah, that's it exactly. <laughs> People can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn. They're, they're the best. The best places to find me. Oh, sorry. Say that again. Sorry, I was probably talking over that. Um, LinkedIn and Instagram. Perfect. We'll put that in the show notes below. And thank you so, so much for joining thank us. You. This was so much fun. So um, for everyone listening, I'll put the show notes for Kylie below so you can go and follow her, connect with her on LinkedIn. I'm I'm not on that platform. But wherever um, suits you, go and find her. And until next time, remember to do it scared. Do it anyway. Because the only failure is not taking action. Otherwise, it's just a lesson. It's just progress. It's just growth. It's just experience. So do it anyway. Oh, so much fun. Thank you for joining us, Kylie. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And I shall see you all in the next episode.